0: everybody my name is tyler this is strikeouts and shenanigans episode number 10 nice big number 10 already that's that's pretty cool i've been recording basically every day so it kind of just feels like a blur already uh but regardless today is wednesday april 5th yesterday was tuesday april 4th and with yesterday came a lot a lot of 4-1 ball games uh sub two hour game and some molly whoppings without further ado let's get it Starting us off with the Diamondbacks and the Padres in which the Snakes won that game 8-6 The Padres got the scoring started in the second off of an Austin Nola single, giving them a one-run lead They extended their lead in the fourth off of a homer by old man Nelson Cruz, his first of the year and a bases-loaded walk also to Nola to score another and give them a three-run lead Arizona got one back in the fifth off of a sack fly by Josh Rojas, cutting the lead to just two. However, Padres opened it up some more uh, with a big two-run shot by Xander, his third of the year, giving them a four-run lead. Arizona cut the deficit in the sixth with a double by Perdomo that scored two and a single by Rojas that scored one and cut the Padres' lead to one. The snakes took the lead in the eighth with a sack bunt. Ooh, fun stuff. A sack bunt by Portomo to tie the game. A single by Herrera to give them the lead. A sack fly by Guriel to score and bring the lead to two. And a double steal. Ooh, a double steal with Joshi Rojas stealing home to give them a nice three run lead. San Diego cut the lead to 2 off a big Trent Grisham homer in the bottom of the ninth, his second of the year. However, they couldn't get anything else really started and uh, had to take the L on this one. Uh, This Snakes offense didn't really wake up until the end of the ballgame, but they woke up when it mattered. And they clutched a big W against these tough Padres. And on now to the Cubbies versus the Reds, in which the Cubbies won that ballgame 12-5. The scoring started early for both teams this game, with the uh, with the first runs coming in the first inning. The Cubbies scored off of a sack fly by Trey Mancini, and the Reds scored off of a single by Drake Fraley. Uh, Cincinnati took the lead in the third off of a dinger by TJ Freidel, and extended their lead even further in the fourth off of a pop by Jason Vossler, his third in the year already. Uh, Cubbies cut the lead to one in the sixth off of a single by Hosmer that scored one and they took a real commanding lead in the seventh off of an Ian Happ double scoring one, a Trey Mancini single scoring one, a Patrick Wisdom single scoring two, a Jan Gomes out that scored another, and a Miles Mastrabani single that scored another and brought their lead to five runs. They extended that lead even further in the 8th off of a Trey Mancini groundout that scored one, a Patrick Wisdom double that scored another, and an Eric Hosmer double that scored one more, bringing their lead to a total of 8 runs. Since he got a few back in the 8th off of a two-run shot by Stuart Fairchild, but they just really they couldn't add anything else to it afterwards. Uh, the Cubbies added one more run for good measure off of a Belly single in the ninth and came on and shut down the Reds in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, took Took a minute for the Cubbies offense to get it started, but once they did get it going, it was, they got it going. I mean, it was, it was nice to see guys like Belly and, and Hosmer getting it done for them. Overall, just a good game. Moving on now to my favorite game of the day was the Twins and the Marlins. In which the Marlins won by a nice, commanding, strong (laughs) 1-0. The Twins broke their unbeaten streak; they lost their first of the season. Womp womp. You can't go 162 and 0. The Marlins' only run came off of a solo shot by Avaciel Garcia, but they really couldn't get anything else going the entire game. They didn't need to though, because Sandy fucking Alcantara exists, and he pitched a complete game, three-hit shutout against these really hot twins i mean good sub two hour game it doesn't matter how many runs you can't score when your cy young award pitcher just goes up there and doesn't give up any runs the entire game i'm i'm pretty sure it's the shortest game of the season it it was uh an hour and 57 minutes i'm I'm positive that is the shortest game of the season so far Uh, It might not be the shortest of the year we'll have to see but good god sandy good god he pitched a gem now, I know we just spoke about uh, you can't go 162-0, but the Rays, <laughs> but the Rays, though, the Rays versus the Nationals, the Rays won that ballgame 10-6, to 6, and the only undefeated team in baseball remains the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, okay, I, I get it. They played the Tigers and the Nationals, okay? Okay, I get it. They're not good baseball teams. They're probably both going to lose 100 games this year, but... Winning five games ain't easy. Doing it to start the season also ain't easy. I'm happy to see it. Uh, The game got started off hot with a double by Randy to score one, a ground out by Wander to score another, and a sack fly by Luke Rayleigh to score one more. The Nats quickly answered off of a sharp single by Alex Call to score two in the bottom of the first, the Rays scored one more in the top off the oh part in the top of the second off of an absolute shot by Jose Siri, his second of the year. The Nats quickly tied it up off of a double by Lane Thomas that scored two in the bottom of the second. Uh, they took the lead in the fifth off of another rip by Lane Thomas that scored one. That score remained until the seventh when the Nats extended their lead by two off of a double by Luis Garcia, scoring their final runs of the game. Things were looking bleak for the hometown boys. Looked like the fire had been put out. But who else to get it going again but Mr. Randy Arena. A line drive of a double to score a run and cut the lead to one. Ninth inning comes up and Luke Rayley hits a big boy clutch homer to tie up the ball game. But oh wait, oh wait, right behind him is young cat Josh Lowe for a back to back dinger palooza giving the rays the lead then mr yoked mr muscle himself yandy diaz steps up and says fuck it i'm gonna destroy this baseball and you know what that's exactly what he does he hits a three-run blast seals the deal for the rays this this was a fun fucking game fleming made me really nervous to start the game he does he does not look like a long-term solution in that number five spot but this offense got it going and is staying hot to start the season this is exactly what this team needs after the abysmal end to last season in that wild card series on now to the first 4-1 ball game of the day the Phillies versus the Yankees the Phillies did it guys they won a baseball game way to go uh they got it started in the first off of a Schwarby bomb his first of the year and his 200th career dinghy pretty cool so uh, congrats kyle 200 dingers ain't easy to do you did it congrats kid not a kid you're kind of old uh not really it's fine uh, they tacked on another in the third off of another homer by brandon marsh his first of the year uh, Philly got their final two runs of the game in the fifth off of a Trey Turner line drive single, scoring one, and a Schwarby single that scored one more. New York's only run came off a of DJ LeMayhew homer in the bottom of the ninth, his first of the year. A-, a clutch homer, to say the least, but not enough to get a rally started. Uh, obviously, Philly wasn't going to go 0 in 162. That's just, it. it simply wasn't going to happen. But seeing them finally win a baseball game has got to be a huge weight off of their chest. They're going to be looking to take that momentum into the next couple of games and just keep it rolling. Keep the Dubs coming. That's what they need. They need a big streak right now. On now to the next 4 1 ball game the Pirates versus the Red Sox, in which the Pirates won that game 4 uh, 1. Boston scored their one and only run in the first inning off of a ground out by Yoshi that scored Verdugo. Uh, the Pirates answered in the second off of a two-run shot by Ji-Huan Bae, his first of the year. They extended their lead in the third off of a big boy ripper by Brian Reynolds, his fourth of the year already. Uh, the Pirates scored their last run of the game off of a single by Brian Reynolds in the seventh. Uh, there's not really much to talk about this game. I mean, Brian Reynolds, he's doing really good. My man went out there and said, please give me the bag. What else do I have to do? Give me money, please. Pirates, sign them already. Come on, <laughs> on to yet another four-one ball game. The Blue Jays versus the Royals, in which the Blue Jays won that game, four to one. Like I said, the third straight four-one game. Kind kind of interesting stuff. Don't know, don't know why it yesterday happened with with the four-one. It's fine. Uh, Kansas City's only run came in the second off of a homer by Franmil Reyes, his first of the year. Toronto tied it up in the third off of a Matt Chapman single that scored one. They scored one more off of a wild pitch in the fourth. And that score remained until the sixth until Dalton Varsho hit a pop. his first of the year. Uh, The last run of the game came in the eighth off of a little bloop into the outfield by Danny Jansen. That scored one. Again, not not really much to talk about here. Toronto's pen looked good. That's got to be cool. Uh, Kikuchi looked really nice in his first start of the season, but the pen only allowed one hit and they struck out five. So really, not a bad game. On to the Mets and the Brewers game, in which the Brewers won that game nine to nothing. Finally, not a four-one game, an ass whooping. That's what we like to see. uh The Mets couldn't muster any runs this game. They they did a fair amount of hits. They had a fair amount of hits. Uh, They got eight on the day. The problem is that 75% of that hits came from Brandon Nimmo and Jeff McNeil, who both had three hits apiece. Not much production from the rest of the lineup. Womp, womp. The Brewers got it started off uh, early with a double by Brian Anderson that scored two in the first. They didn't score any more runs until the sixth off of... Back to back to back dingers by Rowdy Tellez, Brian Anderson, and Garrett Mitchell... Brian Anderson homered yet again in the seventh with a three-run shot, his third of the year. And Garrett Mitchell homered once again as well. This this was just a good old-fashioned molly whopping of a ball game. You love to see it. Brian Anderson is off to a really, really hot start this season. So that's, I mean, that's got to be nice if you're a brew kind of person. Brew-crew kind of person. Not a brew coup. That's not a thing, probably. And you thought that was the last one. Another... 4-1 ball game. The Braves and the Cardinals. Woohoo! Braves won 4-1. to uh, It would have been, I, honestly, I think it would have been even funnier if this happened on April 1st, if there was just four 4-1 ball games on, on April Fool's Day. Hilarious. That's not what happened, though. It happened on April 4th. Uh, then it scored all of their runs through the first three innings. They started it off with a two-run yabba by, by Austin Riley in the first uh, they followed it up with a dinger by Orlando Arcia in the second, and a single by Sean Murphy in the third. St. Louis's only runs came in the fourth off of a Wilson Contreras single. After the fourth, there was no runs for the rest of the game. Something kind of interesting that happened in this game was that every single play in the uh, player, pardon me, that was that every single player in the Cardinals lineup recorded a hit. Every single person only got a singular hit. I don't know why. I guess that's kind of cool. That's just, that's a me thing. I'm a, I'm a weird stack guy. Seeing a, an entire box score of just every single player with one singular hit. I don't know why. I just like it. Moving right along, not a 4-1 ball game. The Orioles and the Rangers, in which the Orioles won that game 7-2. Uh, Orioles got it going with a big second inning. They They scored five runs off of a single by McKenna a devil by Mullins, and a ding-ding-dong-dinger by Ryan Mountcastle. Rangers got one back off of a donger by Adalis. Uh, However, it didn't really matter because Jorge Mateo popped one in the third to give them a six-run lead. Uh, Rangers' only other run came off of a homer by Lau, so... Lau? No, it's Low. I always... He was a former Ray. I get the pronunciation mixed up. I'm pretty sure it's Low. Yeah, it's Low. Right. They only got it. well. He had a dinger. That's the only other run that the Rangers got. He hit, low hit a dinger. The dude with the turtleneck hit a yaba. That's that's where the the Rangers other run came from. Uh, simply put, the Orioles just put it down that game. They they took the momentum from that big two run inning, uh, pardon me, that big five run inning in the second, and just carried it through the whole entire game. The uh, the Orioles shut down the hot Rangers offense yet again. Two games in a row. Hmm, Interesting. On now to the Tigers and the Astros, in which the Tigers won that ballgame 6-3. to uh, Both teams got their scoring started in the first inning, scoring a run apiece. Detroit scored off of a Torkelson double, and Houston tied it off of a single by Kyle Tucker. Houston took the lead off of another Tucker hit in the fourth. He hit a dinger to give Houston a one-run lead. Uh, Detroit tied it up off of a Jake Rogers single, scoring one. And Detroit finally took the lead in the eighth off of a Torkelson three run shot. Uh, Houston tried to get something going at the end. They scored off of a ground out by Maldonado. However, they couldn't really they couldn't really get it going uh, to end the ballgame. The Tigers are, are are putting it to the Astros early on in, in this both this season and this series. I, I'm not saying the Rays are better than the Astros. I'm I'm not saying it i mean i mean the rays swept the tigers and the tigers are on track to sweep the astros i'm not saying it i'm not saying it but it's it's interesting stuff i to say the least i think it's kind of, it's much to think about and on now to the guardians versus the athletics in which the a's won that game four to three Uh, The scoring got started in the third for the Athletics off of a Ruiz double that scored one and a sack fly by Peterson that scored another. Cleveland answered with a couple runs of their own coming off of a triple by Oscar Gonzalez, a Josh Naylor ground out, and a big bop by Gabriel Arias. Arias? Arias? Hmm. It's one of those. Arias, Arias, one of those. Either way, it was his first dinger of the year. Uh, Cleveland took the lead in the fifth off of a double by J-Ram, fellow Chubb, Jose Ramirez, Uh, but Oakland tied it up again off of a wild pitch by Shaney Beeves that scored Tony Kemp. The score remained until the bottom of the ninth when Tony Kemp singled yet again to score Ryan Nada for the winning run. A fun little ping pong of a baseball game. I mean, Shaney Beebs won a solid six, giving up three runs off three hits and striking out seven. Oakland held on just long enough and got the W on this one. This was just, I mean, overall, just a fun ball game. And on now to the Angels versus the Mariners, in which the Mariners won that game a whopping 11 2. The Angels' only runs of the night came off of a Hunter Renfro single and a Brandon Drury sack fly in the eighth. Those were just pity runs at that point. They meant absolutely nothing because they got absolutely smoked by this Mariners team. The Mariners scored off of a wild pitch in the first and tacked on some more in the fourth off of a Teoscar solo shot and an AJ Pollock groundout. They scored yet again off of another shot by Teoscar, a three run shot in the fifth to give Seattle a nice six run lead. They tacked on more in the fifth off of, who else, but another A.J. Pollock two-run dinger. Uh, they added on just a little more insurance at the end off of a single by Cal Raley. And, oh, wait, another pop by A.J. Pollock. Two-run ballgames for two different players. Pardon me, two homer ballgames by two different players. Kind of cool. Uh, Seattle got their bats going and just laid it on to this Angels team. They just, they really, they stuck it to him. This, this was Shohei's 13th reason to leave the Angels this season. And with the last ball game of the night, the Rockies versus the Dodgers, in which the Dodgers won that game 5-2. to two. The Dodgers got it started off on the right foot, off of a big two-run shot by Willie Smith in the first inning. They added some more in the third, off of a Jason Hayward homer, his second of the year, to bring the lead to three. They tacked on even more in the fourth off of yet another homer by Max Muncie, his first of the year, and brought that lead to four. Uh, That score didn't change until the eighth off of a big Willie Smith double to score Mookie Betts and bring that lead to eight. Uh, Colorado tried their hearts out. They really did. They tried to get a rally started. They scored it off of a a Montero double and a Mustakis sack fly, but it couldn't amount to enough to get them to win over the little pesky L.A. Dodgers. Uh, I said it before, I'll say it again, isn't it kind of cool to see Hayward out here just doing it, just playing baseball, like I was an actual child watching him play, and now to see him still out here getting it done is really nice, honestly, I just, I'm a sucker for that kind of thing, it's kind of cool. The same with Moustakis, that's another name from my formative years as a human, so seeing him still getting ABs in the bigs, kind of a cool thing, I guess, I don't know, for me it's kind of cool. is all i have for today everybody those were all the games from yesterday april 4th (laughs) a lot of 4-1 baseball games that was a very common score from yesterday for for some reason couldn't really explain it also is it just me or are we seeing more and more multi-home run ball games to start the season like not just for teams that's that's always going to happen but for for actual for dudes for guys i just feel like whenever we see a guy hit a shot he's not just going to have a one homer on the night unless it comes like late in the ball game i don't know i just feel like i'm seeing more and more guys hit absolute nukes but hit more of them in in one game if that makes sense i don't know it just feels like they're hitting more out if they're seeing the ball really well something to think about but either way thank you so much for listening everybody as always give me a follow on all the socials at strikeouts pod and have just have just a beautiful day